Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, y'all, today. Oh, my God. I, I was really trying to figure out how I was going to talk about this topic and what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, how far I wanted to go. Um, So today I'm talking about co-parenting. What's that? What's co-parenting? Who do that? Are you successful at it? What is successful (laughs) co-parenting? So I wanted to start it off with a definition of co-parenting. So, um, I guess Google got its own dictionary because it most definitely wasn't Merriam-Webster or dictionary.com. But co-parenting by definition means share the duties of raising a child. Period. Like, there was no elaboration. It's just shared duties. Of raising a child, not just financial, but time. Like they need to go to the doctor, you get the weekends, you get Christmas, you get Thanksgiving, you here for extracurriculum activities, you take them on a trip, I take them on a trip. Like shared duties. I was reading some articles or blogs. And a lot of the blogs and stuff that I was reading about talked about co-parenting after divorce or co-parenting and separated. And none of them was my story. Like, I'm not a divorcee. I've never been married. Um, I'm not separated from anybody just not in relationship with my daughter's father. So before I looked up the definition of co-parenting, I was like, okay, what what do I think co-parenting is? And it's basically what the definition is. And I wonder if people have their own defined definition of co-parenting. Like, um, I'm so a custodian so you see them when I when I feel like it <laughs> or um, no, you take care of them 95 percent of the time and they live with you 100 percent of the time. This is like what IRS kind of asks you when you file your taxes. Do your child stay with you half the time? Like and I'll just be there when you call me. So I don't know. I don't know if people have different you know definitions or what it looked like to them. But my definition was basically what the dictionary said. Share obligations, duties, you communicating with the uh, the parent about what's going on with your child, um, them being involved in all the decision making, um, them having shared time. So your child gets to go spend time with their parent. Whatever, that's what I think it is. So, I don't do that. (laughs) Um, I guess guess I'm not co-parenting. That that ain't what we doing over here. Like, yeah, 
nope, not doing it. Like, and it, it's not because I didn't want to. They just had a card sale. So I guess I got to go into a little story time to give some context to why I'm not co-parenting. Like, this is not what I'm doing. And why? So, y'all, listen. When I first had my daughter, um, I was 23. I was 23. This was 2012. I had my daughter. And I remember being pregnant. And I would, like, send her father, like, a... <laughs> They have their little baby apps and they show you how your baby growing and stuff. Oh, your baby is a pea size or your baby is a sweet potato size. Like those apps, baby. After like the third or fourth one, that man texted me and said, please don't send me no more. (laughs) I can laugh about it now because it most definitely wasn't funny then. He He said, don't send me nothing. I don't want, I don't want to do this, that I don't want to see any of that. I don't, basically I don't care. Right. So that was the start of why I am where I am now when it comes to co-parenting. So I stopped sending him those little app updates. I guess I, after a while I was getting excited and he was just like, nah, bruh. I seen a meme the other day. This is so sidebar. A meme the other day that said, um, Nobody hold a secret more than a man that got somebody, got a baby on the way. I cackle because that was my life. He didn't want nobody to know. He most definitely didn't want the girl to know that he was with or the girls because it was multiple people. And um, no, we were not in a committed relationship. I legit was in a situationship. That's just what it was. And that's why. I vowed not to do it again. So there's that. Um, So I went through my pregnancy. I gave birth. I was 41 weeks and two days when I had her. Um, I was in hospital for about five days. When I got out, I got out on a Sunday. He dropped us off and left. He came back the next morning because... She had a doctor's appointment. So that's how I guess they still doing that. Like they have follow-up appointments like immediate, immediately after you are discharged from the hospital. So because I was discharged on Sunday, they was like, yes, you need to go to the doctor tomorrow morning for this baby's checkup. So he came to that appointment with me. Um, and I feel like I believe he came to one more. As she got older, like I would try to include him in the appointments and the doctor's appointments. Um, and he'll be like, no, nah, nope. And just let me know what's going on. When she was starting getting older, like she was two years old. And because Dara was the only child, I really wanted to get her into like some social um, groups for kids when she was younger. Um, so I had like this, I found this program called Tiling Twos and I would call him like, um, oh, I'm one of, you know, 
I want Zyra to go into these programs and he'll he'll do stuff like, why, why, she too young, she don't need to do this. And he'll give me so much static, like so much lip. And he'll be like, how much? And then I just be like, what? Like, I really wanted the call to include him. Like, you know, besides the whole money situation, because I, I pay for it. Like, it's just, I wanted to include him in that. And I did that so many times, the whole going to the doctor, the, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z with her. I want her to get involved in this when she started, you know, playing soccer and all this stuff. And he was more so like, just tell me how much. And I was like, oh, this is, this is my life. Like, this is my life. He... He don't want nothing else to do with this. Like, don't call him. That was the feeling I was getting. This is my stuff. He probably would disagree. But this is what he was saying. And I was just like, I'm not about to keep including you and you keep rejecting what I'm saying. And in a sense, like, you are you rejecting my baby? But he'll show up for a photo op. Like, he'll show up for a game, take some pictures, post it. (laughs) Like, that used to piss me off. Like, because it's something about when a male or a man posts their kids, everybody like, oh, my God, you're such a great daddy. I mean, they getting all kind of awards. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, he just posted a picture. Y'all don't even know what's happening over here. But that's neither. That's what used to piss me off. I'm just be honest. They used to piss me off. Oh, so you daddy of the year now? Like this is okay, cool. So when I moved away, Zyra was three, and I set some really strong boundaries. At this point, I ain't calling you for nothing. I don't want nothing. I shouldn't have to call you for nothing either. So. I didn't. I didn't call for nothing. I'm going to say it again. For nothing. Because it got to a point where he only called my mom's phone (laughs) to talk to my baby. Um, Because the first year I was in Michigan, she was with my mom back in Chicago. And then when I moved her here, when she started kindergarten, my mama came with her. And he still would just call her phone. So I don't talk to him. And at this point, it's not because I don't like him. Because I don't dislike him. But then at the beginning, it was just like, I don't want nothing to do with you. Period. You don't want nothing to do with us or me, in this sense. I think it was more me. But also, you, you, you ain't trying to be involved either. And the fact that I have to say something bothers me like I don't want to ask you for nothing in my mind I shouldn't have to ask another parent to parent their kids that's just me I don't know what anybody else do I shouldn't have to remind you that you got a whole kid and they cost too and they need time and all this so I didn't he would not hear from me you hear me Period. 
it has to be something tragic and they none of that happened. I to the point I wouldn't even tell him about like recitals. <laughs> I would not call about recitals, about nothing. But my mom, I found out that my mom would do it and tell him, Oh, I know. Oh well, you know. That's how it started. For me, it was me trying to include, and then you rejected that, and then it was just like oh, well, I don't need to do this. So I got comfortable in not even including you because you didn't want nothing to do with this. So, and to be quite honest, I still don't. Like, I, I have gotten used to just doing it myself. I got to a point also, though, that I had to work, when as I was working and growing and working on myself, I had to deal with the pride that I had because it was I was being prideful I never took her away from her daddy that's one so let me be clear I never took her away from her daddy I never cut ties or contact he always could reach her the communication was always there he can always see her when he wanted to I never had a problem with that I don't care how much I didn't like him at the time I never took her away from her daddy. That is ridiculous. So ladies, gentlemen, whoever, parents, if you that bitter that you using your child as bait or to be spiteful, you might need to do a heart. No, not might. You need to do a heart check because how dare you think it's okay to keep your child away from their parent. Unless they're not safe. Now, there are instances where our children may not be safe with the other parent. There may be in some danger. There may be some activity going on wherever they are, where they cannot be with them or they're not safe to be with him. Then, yeah, by any means, protect your kid because that's that's the bottom line. And you might want to go get sole custody because at this point, we can't even get a passport without the other parent's signature. That's another whole another story. Um, but I never took her away. What I did was I removed myself. <laughs> I removed everything that had something to do with me out of it. And I did not call to include because like I said before, I don't think I should have to come find you or call you or chase you about your child. You should be calling, checking, doing that and other. This y'all, this, this was about four or five years ago. Currently, still no co-parenting because I got her. I got Zara. Um, if Zara call her daddy for anything, he getting it. If she call him, if she want to see him, she's seeing him. If she in Chicago, he there, he's seeing his daughter. That's just how it is. But shared duties, not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, and I had learned to move on. And I did that by creating the space to love myself. And what I mean by that was I allowed so much to happen pre-Zara, 
during my pregnancy and after that uh that left an open door for him to do as he pleased and I always tell people like we allow people to treat us a certain way when we don't create boundaries and even more so like for me I was dealing with abandonment rejection low self-esteem I didn't think I was worthy of any of that any love any of that so of course a little bit of attention that I was getting it was like what's up like I'm in my own place. I got my own car. I got my own crib. I got like, I can do what I want to do. <laughs> and yeah, I had to deal with that. I had to deal with the ugly truths about our relationship or situationship. But I also had to deal with the ugly truths about myself. And as I continue to love on myself, and not be so bitter. And I learned and grew not to be so bitter, but I learned to love myself enough to be like, okay, I'm gonna let you do you. You gonna figure that out. I'm gonna just take care of my baby. And you come in where you fit in, but there will always be boundaries because you can't just pop up and you can't just, oh, I wanna do, no, you can't just do that. So for me, this is my story. I created, I, I worked on myself, I I um, tapped into self-love, and I created boundaries. It was one of the, the hardest things to do. I had known Zara Daddy since I was 17. <laughs> and we created this toxic <laughs> relationship. I call it toxic. Um, and it was hard to get out of. Because it was familiar for the both of us. It was comfortable. And it was toxic. And you would think you would run from the toxic. But when you're dealing with low self-esteem and you don't feel like you're worthy. Or you don't feel like you light enough. Or your booty ain't big enough for this man. Or whatever it is. It's like, dang. You don't want me? <laughs> dang. You don't want this family? And me trying. And me trying to pull them in. So one of the things I learned through the process is that I expected him to be something that he wasn't. I expected him to be there for me when that was not on his agenda. So expectations, the expectations we have for people when they are showing us who they are and what they want. And our expectations just blind us. And then we pissed off at the end or hurting at the end because they didn't meet our expectations. Some of which are unspoken. <laughs> like you expect this man to be part of this family, but he out here with her, her, and her. Like, we, how, how is that working? That's not working. It ain't going to work because that ain't what he want. <laughs> Period. So... Through the process, I also had to learn, like, through my process, and when I say process, I mean this whole self-love thing, this whole self-love journey, which is an ongoing journey, the journey of creating boundaries. No, not today. No, you can't come over. Can I meet you somewhere to drop her off? That was my boundaries. You can't even come to my house. Boundaries. And I had to, it had to get that real 
and then me meet him somewhere to see his daughter for me to to begin this whole healing process like it got that real but the co-parenting part was I had gave up there was no conversation about co-parenting it was it's this unspoken ritual like you you got her you take care of her let me know when you need something and I'm there and that's just what it been um and today right now May 11 2021 I'm good I'm good with knowing that I didn't have to bash her father I didn't have to talk about her father to her in front of her I didn't have to take her away from her daddy I didn't have to cut lines of communication the door is open all I did was let him make a decision and he make his decisions that you don't have to do anything you don't have to go curse nobody out. You don't have to go um, degrade or dehumanize the parent to your child. First of all, they're going to most likely resent you before they resent the other uh, parent that's absent. You don't have to do none of that. They're going to figure it out on their own. And when they're ready to ask you questions, my suggestion would be that you answer it and you answer it honestly. If you heard my episode with my daughter, she asked me, how do you feel about not being with my father? Now, what y'all don't know is that was the first time she has ever asked that. I didn't even know she was going to ask me that. That was the first time she has ever asked me anything about how I felt about not being with her daddy. And when I answered, I said, amazing. And it was the honest God truth. There's no reason for me to lie to her. And she was like, Ma, what? I feel amazing. I feel amazing because I love myself more now. I love myself more than trying to prove to a man who don't want you that you good enough. I, I'm going to feel amazing that I got a beautiful little girl who is loved not only by me, but by her father because he loves his daughter and she has access to him. I feel amazing that I could walk flat-footed and heavy on this earth knowing that I did what I had to do. I included him when I could. And if he chose not to, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with you choosing what you want to choose. I feel amazing. So uh, my suggestion, if you're struggling with co-parenting or they ain't trying to be involved, you, you deal with you. You can't change nobody. They don't owe you nothing. You can't change them. They got their own stuff. They ain't trying to hear what you got to say. And and that's going to be that on that. How much you want to argue about it? How long you going to fight about it? I ain't fighting with him, period. I ain't arguing with this man since my baby was like two. I have no energy or desire to argue with anybody about being present. No. Do I talk to him? Absolutely. I have no problem with talking to him. I don't talk to him often. I did just talk to him recently. But like, I don't have no hate in my heart for him. 
Um, I don't dislike him. I just, I mean, we just live it. And I'm I'm taking care of his our daughter and he around when he can or when he wants to, whichever one he's he's saying. I don't know. And I must keep saying I don't know because I don't know. I don't ask him these questions. I have not revisited the idea of co-parenting. And to be quite honest, I don't want my baby to live with him. <laughs> so, you know, let him live his life. He out here. You know, let him live his bachelor life. Babies, our children need stability. But the door is always open for him to see his baby. Always have been, always will be. Period. Um, also, honor your children by not trying to degrade and dehumanize or be spiteful. Like, they don't need that. They shouldn't want, shouldn't hear it. Your your stuff with the other parent that you co-parenting with, that's your stuff. You slept with them. You made a decision. Now you got to deal with the consequences. And we need to take responsibility for the parts we played in it and deal with the consequences. We adults. We got kids to raise. We got human beings we trying to raise, to be kind, to be loving, to be stable mentally physically spiritually we out here trying to discipline kids i ain't got time to be disciplined nobody else adult period i i don't i don't have time i don't have i don't i don't know about y'all y'all might have time to be building bears around here i don't i don't have time um and like i said before be prepared to answer questions because they gonna have questions and my suggestion would be to be honest with your children about why mom ain't around. <laughs> why daddy ain't around. Like, tell them in a kid-friendly, age-appropriate way. Because it's going to come and they deserve to know the truth. I think we spend so much time trying to keep our kids out of, I guess, chaos or the ugly parts or the truth about life. And I think we do a disservice to them. This is not a fairy tale. This is not Cinderella. This, I mean, they got enough of that on TV and on Roblox. Like, they got enough fantasy. It's okay for your kids to watch you heal. It's okay for your kids to see you sad and bounce back. Like, it's okay. They need to know that it's okay and that they could survive being hurt. <laughs> So they need to know they can survive heartbreak. They need to know that it's okay to take care of their mental wellness and health. It's okay. It's okay to talk about sex. It's okay to talk about uh, girl body parts and boy body parts. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it is really okay. Um. So, yeah, I mean... I wish y'all well out there co-parenting, which is share the duties of raising a child. I wish y'all well. And if you ain't sharing the duties, I pray God blessings on you a hundredfold. It is not easy raising kids with two parents. It's not easy raising kids with one parent. Uh, but whatever you're doing, I pray the Lord's blessing over your family.
and that God continues to give us wisdom and understanding to raise these kids. Be open to growing. Be open to being honest with self and your children and even whoever you're raising kids with. Be open to loving on yourself. Bitterness will destroy the family dynamics. And we trying to grow out here. We trying to live. We trying to love and create peaceful environments as much as we can. So um, if you all like this episode, please like, please review. If you have any comments, please leave comments. You can also share my podcast on all platforms. And you can email me at what she got to say at gmail.com with any questions or comments. I can answer your questions on my podcast. So thank you all so much. See you next week.